0: I'm Rory Green from XR Today, bringing you the latest in news and conversation from the extended reality space. Today, I'm exploring the rising demand for scalable AR content creation opportunities with the co-founder and CEO of AR Looper, Armin Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Yeah, thank you for the invitation, Rory. It's a great pleasure to be your guest.
0: Wonderful, thank you so much. So let's start off. Um, can, you, can you tell us, what is AR Looper? Can you give us a bit of background to the company's history and its products?
1: Yeah, uh, the current definition of the AR Looper is the it's a magnifying glasses of the metaverse. But like before coming to there, let's go back uh, to the history. So we started the AR Looper back in 2014. Uh, at that time, the AR was like a quite novel thing. And not everybody was was like understanding really what we are doing, and uh that was like sort of at the beginning it was a scanner that was able to scan the different images and like gave them a life. And even our uh our motto, our slogan was like uh Arluba, like uh magic happens, just something like that. In a, in the a, in a time, and uh, I want to mention that we've been growing till to now, these eight years, uh, the company was growing organically and uh, we are not venture-baked. Uh, we've been more believing on a bootstrapping and coming to the certain stage uh, to be mature enough for the getting the funding and mostly for scaling up purposes. And we are mostly reaching out at that point. So um, just an interesting, uh, like a mention from a history. When we are getting asked, like, uh, when you guys started to grow, because now we have more than 5 million organic install base on the Android store and the 500k on the iOS store. So all this growth started to happen uh, during the COVID. When the teachers discovered our app and they started to use, and uh, the main growth started to happen in India, where the teachers during the COVID, like being forced to work from home, like to work remotely. And they started to use our technology, they started to use our app uh, to keep the kids engaged within the classes. So what they've been doing is creating different scene. Imagine like during this call, I'm coming to the Zoom uh, where I'm sharing my screen, where I, I'm running the loop app and I can have the planets uh, like moving around me, or I can have dinosaurs in the room. So that was wow factoring for the kids. Then it got to the media, TV, it went viral. And we had 2000% of organic growth on a 2020, which was crazy. Like, uh, imagine in the five years, we get like a 100K install base. Then in 2020, we get to the 2 million mark.
0: Fantastic. Let's dissect that a little bit more. So could you explain a little bit more about how AR can suit an education institution compared to um, VR solutions? And then could you also talk a little bit more on that demand from educators, uh, you know, with that boost you had during COVID? There
1: is there's a, there's a really big demand uh, among the educators. The teachers are looking, continuously looking for tools that can help them to leverage and that they can create something that the current kids, current generation is more demanding for And as we know, we will agree or we will be happy or not, but the current generation is all about the mobile. And we understood that the the channel of communication should be the same way. And we are thinking the mobile AR could be like a great enabler to create the engaging content, like teachers can create the content that they can, uh, the kids can start learning through this interactive media. And having that on mind, like I came to the COVID time, uh, like within these uh, six years of working, we started to realize what are the demands for the artists, what are the demands for the teachers. And having this uh, knowledge, having this data, we created our Lupa Studio, which is really democratizing the content creation in AR. We know now uh, nowadays, like uh, even kids are jumping on. They are smart enough to to try it themselves, and they are actually coming and creating some amazing content. And now with our Loopa Studio, we are wondering how many teachers in from everywhere, like uh, you can see from the Middle East, ending up to Australia and the States and Canada. The teachers are coming and creating very interesting, engaging content. And uh, this is something interesting because we know that. Every kid nowadays have the smart device. They have smartphones, and this is accessible. And the, to answer to your question regarding to AR, VR, VR is great technology. It's really immersive. Uh, but we know that there's there's a, like a certain problems uh, with with those devices to be reaching to the schools, to be available for for kids in the schools. And that's why I believe the current tech that is there, and we don't need to invent anything and we don't need to spend much, it should be the AR experiences through the mobile devices, which is really accessible, everyone has it now.
0: Cool, so you mentioned the point on accessibility. So again, compared to VR, is AR an accessible technology?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, The mobile AR, we know that currently there is more than two billion even AR kit and AR core enabled devices where you can get like relatively high quality AR experiences and uh, within some trick like uh, we even have uh, some fun video on the YouTube that we've been saying like with the simple hack we can we can get like a 20 dollar cardboard uh, rendering for us uh, the, the high quality mixed reality experiences if you will go to our loop and uh, switch to the mixed reality mode you can put the device in your cardboard and by that way you can have even more immersive experience so i believe that the currently uh, the mobile uh, mobile ar is really accessible and it's really time to to like adopt the tech and really time to start creating
0: Fantastic. So within that accessibility um, for AR content creation, toolkits and suites as like your own um, is interoperability key to XR scalability, innovation, and then also the user experience as well, I assume.
1: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Uh, and I believe not now, but in future, the more companies will start thinking about that and will start thinking about having the common standard. Like, uh, like the HTML for a web browser, right? It's, it's like whoever creates the web page, I can access it with any browser. I can create my own browser, but I know what's the, what's the protocol, how I should read that website, how should I should render that. And uh, the same way I, I believe it's going to come for the immersive technologies and they are specifically. So if the content is created in other platform, let's say someone created the content on the Spark AR, which is meta's uh, content creation tool or, or on the um, lens studio by the Snapchat, I should be able to use the same content in Ardupa and vice versa. So this content should become sort of universal for everyone, with and, and they can use their viewers I'm sometimes going in like a viewer app that uh, you can you can be able to to view that content.
0: Fantastic, and obviously you mentioned um, platforms like Spark AR and Lens Studio by Snapchat. Um, could you, and these are obviously great avenues for branding and marketing teams. So could you perhaps touch on some of the benefits that scalable AR content brings to branding and marketing teams?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There is, uh, there is a proven fact that engagement level of the consumers by using like AR experiences is, is, is like a super high. It's a many times higher than any other engagement level because here the customers are directly engaging with the brand, being it like a face filter or being it any immersive game or, or any even like a packaging when it comes alive through the AR app, it becomes really engaging. And uh, that's already proven that the brands that are utilizing the immersive technologies they have higher engagement rate. And uh, that's why like uh, most of the companies now rushing to get into the uh, into the XR in general, let's say, uh, and to create some experiences where the customers can engage with them through that experiences.
0: Fantastic. And let's uh, just to touch on some more no- notable use cases. Uh, XR today recently covered the Honours project. Um, could you give a little bit more information about that project? And then also perhaps in- introduce for us some other notable AR use cases for enterprise and other vertical sectors.
1: Yeah, uh, the, the the one that you are referring to that was the training for the Honor, uh, one of the biggest mobile manufacturers, uh, and, and the concept was pretty novel. The idea was to make a story, uh, which is in, in Germany, in the Hamburg city. There's a, there's a famous uh, space. It's called Wasserstrasse. It's a historical district. And there is a historical building that we made it uh, to come alive with the talented AR artists, uh, Yunuen and uh, Timo, who created the content and we utilized that experience through our loop app. So the idea was that the people are getting to the bridge by scanning the building. And uh, there was used like a latest AR technology, uh, which is uh, giving us ability to, to like a superposed 3D content on a physical building, not on a printed images, not on a book cover, but the entire building, uh, uses it as, as a marker. And then we've been seeing the interesting animation and like that was super engaging experience that the owner presented within the new devices that they released this year, uh, during the IFA. Uh, the other, other use cases I can share that, like, that like right now we are working with the Coca-Cola and we are creating like a treasure hunt kind of game where the customers, where the lovers of the Coke are engaging into the interactive experience like a Pokemon Go kind of experience where they are winning real prizes from a brand. So they are going through the city, they are collecting different items, uh, and they are able to convert it with the real gifts. Uh, The art, this is my my favorite uh, pillars for AR is art, education, and entertainment. Uh, for the art, this gives like unlimited possibilities to the artists to create the exhibitions in other dimensions. Imagine sitting in any city; they can create the AR experience in the Manhattan, so where their uh, lovers of their art could go outside and see those art experiences. Product packaging, educational experiences. So uh, the. Product packaging is another huge sector, which is creates interactive experience and the brand engagement. So there are several use cases and uh, everything is available on our YouTube channels, on our website. If someone is interested, uh, they can like jump to our lupa.com and see those use cases.
0: Fantastic. And based off those use cases and based off um, the connection between the real world and metaverse AR content, such as that Coca-Cola collaboration you're discussing. It will be great uh, to round off by asking you your predictions for the metaverse in 2023. Um, I imagine you have um, content projects ready to go for the next year. Um, But generally, what are your views on the technology landscape next year?
1: um i would say uh the prediction for the next year it might not be like a very drastical change uh the one big event that everybody is excited and waiting is the releasing the apple glasses like it, i believe it's not secret anymore that everyone knows that uh, the apple is working on some xr uh, kind of glasses and that's going to be like a big change maker in the industry uh, but the prediction for the metaverse uh I'm more on the AR side of the game and I believe that uh isolation is not the answer of the metaverse. I believe we are like still far from a from a time and the one of the thing because it's a lack of the content, that the people will, will spend hours uh in the VR. But I'm really clearly seeing that the AR metaverse, which is enabling our uh, our reality to be more immersive, like augmented data augmented experiences that could persist on a physical world, and that's an AR Metaverse, I'm more a believer on that concept, and that's why we are also moving to that direction. We are also doing a lot of uh, development and research in that direction, and even uh, if you remember at the beginning of conversation, I said the Arrupa is the magnifying glasses of the Metaverse, because with our functionality, we have the ability to scan any any images that comes alive if they are in our platform. We have a library where you can like, right now entertain or immerse yourself for a few hours on a different content through our library. If you will go to the map, you will see where is the AR content located. And the next thing is also going to be this geospatial AR where uh, you can attach the content or you can Deface the, let's say, uh, Empire State Building and put the artworks, the exhibition, right on the building. Uh, so I believe the coming years, at least like a five years, is more going to be AR, AR time. Maybe on a ten years or more. But in the end, I believe that the people will spend more and more time into the virtual reality.
0: But like we are
1: far from there because it's a lack of the content and the lack of the quality of the technology. Now, I don't see the people are ready to get there for full time.
0: Really interesting thoughts. Um, And, you know, I, I assume you're going to stay in the lead and stay at the front for that AR metaverse journey. And for those watching, you know, what's the best way for them to get in touch with and keep up to date with AR Looper and everything you're doing to stay ahead?
1: Yeah, they can reach me out on the LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. I'm available on all the social medias. Uh, I think that's a good advice to, to tell people to really consider serious those, those fields. I can I can just like give one example, like uh, while all the big companies now firing and doing the layoffs, Apple is hiring. And all these positions, if you will check, they are AR and VR related positions. And having saying this, I want to say that now we are living in a time when this transformation will happen. And now for the students, for people who are just like deciding where to go next in the tech, I believe, uh, the AR and VR could be like a really interesting, uh, way to take. And, uh, if I can support or I can advise, I will be happy to do so. In the recent year, in 2020, we are invested into five companies with our technology. Uh, we, we joined to those companies, which are in different fields. It's a tourism, it's a fashion, it's a gaming. And uh, why we did so? Because we are understanding this wave is coming and we need to be on the forefront. And whenever we are meeting with the talented people who have some ideas and uh, they need like really take power up and we are, have the synergy and we can see that we can work together, we are trying to support them as much as we can.
0: That's fantastic. And I feel like the technology um, has such a ability to disrupt so many different sectors in unique ways. So I think it's very important and it's good to hear that you're collaborating with you know a range of uh, individuals and groups. Yep, we do. Fantastic. Fantastic. So that's it for myself. You can get more XR News by subscribing to the XR News channel and by following our social pages. I'm Rory Greener from XR Today. Thank you very much for watching.